Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Episode 109. Welcome to Cast. That's right. Uh, back with a, a hot new episode. Well, if you're listening to this in like 2022, then it's not hot and new anymore, but it is well, still... Well, I mean, if it's your first time listening to it, it still is, because yeah, like, you this, know is a, this is a podcast you haven't heard before. So it's hot, is... it's hot and new to you, it's, yeah. uh, but to us, and if maybe if this is like your third time listening, it's not hot and new anymore. Yeah. Um, but... How many people have been with us the whole way? There's How many people have seen every episode of the podcast? At least one, because there was one subscriber <clears throat> in okay. the beginning. So sweet, someone has somebody was yeah. the somebody was the first subscriber, and the second and third. I wonder what it would be like. I wonder if uh, there's any progression in just the banter and the comedy and everything. If we if I listen to the first episode and listen to a recent episode, if I'll notice like a big change. I think there is. I think like. Uh, I don't know. I've actually I, I listened back to an old episode recently. I think we were when we were new. I think we we were a lot edgier. We, we got we got that edge in because you know, good old twenty sixteen epic edginess. Yeah. Uh, and then now I think we're we're more. We're well, a I mean, more chill. before that, remember there was low random. You know, uh, comedy went in stages on the internet. Yeah. I definitely have my fair share of cringy low random. Oh, and I have, I have there. I have that, and I have my fair share of a uh, cringy edgy. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Got got it all under the belt. Yeah. Now. So, uh, but um, now we have uh, whatever this will be known as uh, weathered down. <laughs> <laughs> so that's we got watered down podcast <laughs> episode one hundred and nine. But yeah, um, last week we had uh, past two episodes. We've actually had some some good guests on. We had Ian from Smosh. Last week we had our friends Jackson Harrison. The yeah. Jacksons, the guy that runs our social media. Now it's back to us. It's just it's just the two boys for just the first us, time in baby. a couple weeks. Yeah. So um, you get you get that classic Matt and Ryan banter that y'all are looking for. That y'all craving it. Yeah, I was about to say crave, but then I stopped myself because I'm like, are people? Yeah, people. Some people crave. They it. they so desire it. Like you think on podcast days, a lot of people are just like, oh come on. Come on, come and on. then when, like when they see it like pop up, is it this moment of oh, a new video? Like when I was young, when I saw like Food Battle twenty eleven or Fred? whatever come out, dude, Fred. I got excited for Fred. Fred goes swimming. <laughs> I fucking loved Fred. Dude, I dude. laughed my ass off. There was this one video where he's just talking about his medication. Yeah, dude, Fred loses his meds. I remember this shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I got it all up here, man. You, you know what I'm Sometimes when about. I'm laying in bed or I'm in traffic and I'm bored, I just rewatch old Fred videos in my head. <laughs> I love it, dude. What other one? There's this like other guy. He was in kind of the same category as Fred. Um, it's his channel was like make me make mad. me bad thirty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had like this the same the kind bowl of like, cut. Yeah, it was really tan, and he and he was super edgy though. He was. I don't know what he does now, but I remember laughing a lot at his stuff. He did. He did a very low random music video. I remember, and I thought it was like the funniest thing when I was a kid. 
I mean, that was the that that's what made us laugh. We were we were kids, and like I'm not just that, but like that's just where we were in our in our humor. It's where we were, man. Humor's a journey, man. It evolves, man. It evolves. It really does. But speaking of uh, evolution. Not real. Just want to throw that out there. On the last uh, podcast, we established that the Earth was flat. This one, I just want to establish evolution. Bullshit is not real. Never happened. It's uh, absolutely fake. I mean, we don't have tails. Where'd our tails go? Exactly. You think you think we just evolved from monkeys? Then why are there still monkeys? Yeah. Checkmate. Doesn't make sense. Ryan, you just got back from the beautiful land of Canada. Yeah. You went to the Toronto... The land of milk and honey. Land of milk and honey. The Toronto <laughs> International Film Festival. <laughs> not at all. Anyways... It's uh, the land of ice and bears and, uh... Is that really? It's I mean, icy and there's a lot of bears. Where I went, it was just the land of rainy city and the land of hot city. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a city. It was a city. Um, I like the vibe. I love how they handle food in Canada. They bring the machine right up to your table so they don't have to go take your card away or anything. What? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All the waitresses have, like, a little machine with them and they go, boop. Every everywhere we go. Do you have to tip in Canada? I mean, you still tip, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, yeah. I know, I know most countries just don't do the whole tipping thing. They just pay the employees more. Well, if you do it in like an Asian country, it's disrespectful. Yeah, in a sense, isn't it? Uh huh. Or I don't know if that's just like a. In a culture, other culture like this. I don't know if that's like one of those. I um that that a lot of people like me do. I had a friend in Korea and he tipped and uh then like he left and like the waitress ran out in the streets after him to like give the money back. Because he's like, You left your money. Yeah. She she thought he just left his money on the table. He's like, No, it's for you. And then I think she like got kind of offended that he was just like trying to Yeah, I think it's like seen as like belittling. It's, it's just like, like, Oh, it looks like you need it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Dude, you did a real good job. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like one of those things. Okay, I could see that. I like countries without tipping. It's it's very convenient. It then, is. And like I, I can, I know how much the meal is, and then I don't have to add like extra dollars on at the end. Yeah, but, you know. But some people who know how to socially manipulate their environments, they work really well in that in that world of tipping. They do. Like that's what I was noticing. I was just like, one night I was just looking at it, and I was noticing how empty I felt in a conversation with a waitress, <laughs> because in my head I'm Ryan like, from Super Mega. Like like every <laughs> everyone's just smiling. It's like. Oh yeah, that's all. They're so interested in what you have to say or anything you say. They're working for that tip. Like, I'll have the uh, the steak. Oh, how would you like that cooked? Uh, medium rare. That's awesome. Okay, it's almost like a, it's, it's, it's like a performance <laughs> like, job in a way, you know? Yeah, and like I realized that, and I'm like, my, my tipping now is like, oh, that was a good performance. And like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you get also a big one. you also filled my water, which was nice. That's that's the main thing I look after. If, if I pay attention to anything, it's how often they'll fill my water because I drink oh, yeah. water fast when I eat. Oh yeah, I. Uh, but have you ever been to those restaurants where they fill your water like? You take like one sip and they come back and fill it. And you that's take like my, another sip and they come back and fill that's it. That's a dream for me. You just always it. keep my cup filled, man. You can just go to a restaurant that's got a leaky ceiling and just sit directly under the leak. So it's just constantly filling your cup up. Yeah. I mean, you got to keep up drinking because it'll overflow. I, I I do like Canadian money. It's so cool. It's like uh, it's like plasticky and colorful and mm-hmm. has the little clear spot. Legitimately smells. Like, smells like maple syrup. Like they did that on purpose. That not That's not just like a, ooh, it smells like maple. Like It does. 100%. I've smelled it, and it smelled like maple syrup, and then I said that once, and people were like, no, it doesn't, it, it doesn't. It I'm does. Like, yes, it my, does. My wallet sleeve smelled like maple syrup. I remember- like, our... I, I, I was like, yes, that is maple syrup. I went into this very bias of, there's no way, it was just some stupid thing. No, 100%. It smells like a dang I'm sorry. international house of pancakes. That's just how it is. This is how the fucking world is. I'm sorry, Canadian money smells it like smells maple like syrup. It smells like maple syrup. If, you say if, it if doesn't, you've got a problem lying. with it, that's that's on you, man. Like, that's that's you just a, a fucking fact. If anyone denies that it smells like maple syrup, it smells syrup, like maple syrup. It smells lying. like you tap straight into a maple tree. That's that's like saying ice isn't a solid form of, of H2O. It's just a lie. Exactly. It's, it's I... I remember our channel artist, our old channel artist, uh, Foolish Captain Kia. She's from Canada. She stayed with us once, and she gave me some Canadian money to smell. She smelled like maple syrup to me. Yeah. And it wasn't a placebo. I I sniffed that thing. But she's from that French part. Of she's Canada. from the... She's the, like in that Frenchy part. Yeah, the which part? Montreal? She's from Montreal, Montreal? or Quebec. Whatever. Quebec, whatever whatever okay, Frenchy part. Quebec? 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 Quebec, Quebec Cubic, right? Quebec. Quebec. Oh, okay. Quebec, yeah. No. <laughs> Cuba, man, uh, I, re- I would love to go to Cuba. That's like a, yeah. a definitely up there on my my travel list. And the thing is, well, hello. 
fuck both of you. What did what did what did, what did Matt do? What? What did you do, Matt? I don't know. I don't know what he I said did both to Tucker. Us, but I figured that was just kind of like a brain lapse on his part. <sighs> he probably meant just to, just to say like fuck you to me and yeah. then he saw both of us and he didn't want to make you feel excluded. Exactly. So he said fuck you to exactly. both of you. Yeah. That's oh, what that was, that's what I'm thinking. That's nice of him. Yeah. I wonder what what if that was real like Tucker's actually just furious <laughs> at us. It's classic. Classic Tucker, man. Coming in and yelling a, 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 a extremities on the podcast. Obscenities, not extremities. Extremities is your extremities. Yeah, extremities, like your legs and arms, right? Mm-hmm. I got my words confused. It's fine. It's, been, it's been a rough morning, dude. Yeah. I, did, I had to drive very far to Culver City and back and stuck in some traffic. Uh, it was crazy, dude. Is it too inappropriate to say that I feel like a, an Iraq veteran going off to war when I leave Lego behind? At your house? Yeah, I feel just like when I feel. I feel like I have a kindred spirit with that type of mentality. Like I'm leaving behind my loved ones for the for the big fight. Maybe I mean for the big game grumps fight. I mean I think there's a lot of other things you could compare it to that's not like Iraq veterans, but like Vietnam veterans then. I mean it doesn't have to. Because they went off into this war zone of like uncertainty of like you're just going to work to edit game grumps videos. Yeah, but like it's it's like a battlefield. You're you're not walking. You're not walking into a a field with landmines and people with guns. Okay, I mean. Each to each their own. And for those wondering, that was that was a bit on my part. I really don't want that misconstrued for me actually that thinking. That Ryan compares himself to <laughs> Iraq War veterans when he leaves his dog in the morning at home to go to work. Like uh I salute you, Ryan. I don't know. I just figure there's gonna be one person out there that like really thinks I'm this uh, like unforgivable piece of shit. And I just wanted to make it clear to that one person. This let's player just compared himself to Iraq War veterans. Also, uh you know, I I, 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 John Stamos. <laughs> I make a lot of like, you know, on the show, we, we, we do a lot of bits where we, I guess we say them too seriously because people don't realize they're bits. Because well, then we don't cut to like a, we don't, you know, in comedy, the whole thing is like build up, build up that type of thing. And then there's a release. Yeah. I guess we there's no the release. release. We don't, there's no release bit to our stuff. So it ends up of us just going, okay, now to be real, just want to make sure that we're all on the same page here. I definitely do not think of myself as having the same mentality or honor or whatever you want to call it as an Iraq war veteran going off to war when I leave my pooch in the morning to go <laughs> to go sit and edit Let's Plays. That's my favorite word, dude. I love the word pooch. <laughs> it's it's, it's so a funny good word. Me. It's great. You called Lego that all the time. and like it, it's, it's just a big goofy pooch. You know pooch. how like certain things, I think we talked about this before, you know how you, when you hang out with people, they kind of mold you in a way. You're still you, but little things start to happen. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll use the word pooch now a lot more. It's a great, it's the best um, word to describe your dog, for sure. Like, oh, I don't yeah. think there's any better word to describe Lego than just a big pooch, you know? I love, I don't know why I love that word so much. I just think it's like... Because pooch f- describes Lego perfectly. He's just a big, goofy man. Oh, man, pooch. dude. Look um, at this pooch. I'll show you a cute picture of this pooch. Look at him. Oh, you see? That's a cute pooch. Oh, my God. What, wait. What I was saying earlier was, uh... People with with the bits. There's a musical artist named uh, Temperex, and he he listens to Super Mega, and he, he uh, cool? he's very cool. I like him a lot. But okay. apparently, on some episode, I just casually mentioned like, yeah, John Goodman. He uh, he's a big supporter of the podcast. He donates you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to support Super Mega, and uh, he just totally thought it was real. Wait, really? And then when we like when we talked for the first time, he was like, that's that's so cool. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, the the John Goodman thing. I was like that. That's not real. That was a, a bit. And he's like, you said it's so real. And the, I was like, the podcast is a mishmash of this fake universe we've created and our real lives. It's up to you guys to decide what's real. <laughs> it is. It really is. But I really did go to Canada to, to Toronto International Film Festival, which was fantastic. Fan so a lot fantastic. of a lot of good movies. Best movie you saw. Um, give us give us your give us your your review before it's even. I don't want theaters. to get the name wrong. I just call it. If Beale, Beale Street could talk. Yeah, if Beale Street could talk, I just call it. Beale Street, the Barry so Jenkins director. Yeah, really good film. That was my favorite film that I saw when I was there. Other good films that I saw while I was there, um, The Man Who Feels No Pain. It's an Indian film, really fun. It's just he—he um, he just whacks his hand with a hammer and goes, "I didn't even feel it." <laughs> and then he punched himself in the face. Didn't feel that one either. Yeah, whole movie. It's it's a it's a big like comedic montage to uh, like kung fu movies and all that type. But he of just stuff. hits himself a bunch. Oh yeah, doesn't feel any pain. No, he doesn't feel any pain. Like that means that he can't feel thirst. Whoa. Or he can't feel the pain of an orgasm, if that makes sense. Pain of he, an orgasm? 
Because you know how, like, the the whole orgasm thing is, like, it hurts so good in a sense. And, I mean, it's not painful, but he doesn't Did, feel Do you have painful feeling. orgasms? No, no, no. What I'm saying is he... What I'm trying to get to is he doesn't experience the feeling he experiences. The, oh. He, ex- he can feel the cum pushing through his urethra, <laughs> but he can't feel... The, to put it in simple terms, <laughs> I mean, I'm beat. Like that's what it is. You just can't feel shit, and uh, it's it's a crutch in that way because he can like not know he's dehydrated and just pass out from dehydration and I shit. Like that's real. I remember. It is. I remember reading about people like that and like you they just told don't... us to look it up in Google during the movie. Or people so also it later. people that don't feel fear. Ooh, wow. Like and they can like they'll just do anything. Like they'll just like stay on top of a train and not be scared or like which is very detrimental to you because you know fear exists and you, you need to help you survive. Yeah, thing. exactly. But uh, other movies, um, uh, Boy Erased was good, like Boy Erased, and um, uh, I really enjoyed, uh, what is it called, uh, Float Like a Butterfly, yeah, Float Like a Butterfly, it's an Irish or Scottish, oh, I can't remember, I'm sorry, I'm a bad person, it, it takes place in the 60s, and it's it's like a, it's, it's about the relationship this girl has with like her community and her father and all this other stuff and like her mother. Like, I don't want to give too much away, but I think I saw the trailer for that. Yeah. When did? Do you know when the when Beale Street comes out in theaters? October probably. Oh hell I yeah! Guess. I love Barry Jenkins. He directed Moonlight, and he's a fantastic director. And Moonlight's a fantastic movie, so I'm excited to see what he did next. Moonlight is better than Beale Street. Okay. But Beale Street is still like when you watch it, it's like this is a well. This is a well-crafted film. Ooh. Like, he did, like, he and this, you know, those in sound design and, and those in, like, who did set design and costume design, they all did a very stellar job. Trailer looked great. And uh, in I in movies in the vein of Moonlight, I saw two recently, uh, part of the, the gay cinema canon. I saw Call Me By Your Name and I saw Happy Together, which is that Wong Kar Wai uh, Hong Kong movie yeah. uh, about the two Chinese guys in Argentina. And it's real good. I would definitely recommend both of those movies. Okay. Call Me By Your Name, super good. I cried. Uh, Happy Together, I also cried. Great, great movie. So uh, definitely yeah. recommend both of those. There are a lot of gay films at Toronto. There's one that I saw called Pape, Pape Chulo. I think it's about this weatherman that has a breakdown and he hires this um, Mexican guy to do work on his house. But like they start forming like not like a actual bond it's just this weird bond thing it's it's a comedy though it's a comedy yeah oh, i thought it was gonna be like a really like sad like i mean it's sad in bits but like at the base it's a comedy dude maybe i haven't maybe then... i just haven't seen enough like gay cinema but every gay movie i've seen is like is so tragic and, and just so sad well that stems out of the uh, aids epidemic era right yeah because a lot of people that lived through that saw like their idols and heroes fall like, and, I, and I think, think also of, um freddie mercury fell yeah there's a lot of like people in the community that um, were tragically taken away, and that were idols in terms of like standing up for that community. Yeah, and I, as representation, and they kind of like unfortunately pittered off. Yeah, because of because of just just such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful AIDS man. You heard it here first, job. folks. Ryan McGee quoted: "AIDS is wonderful." <laughs> no, but That's uh, sarcasm for those holy who can't shit. Sniff it. AIDS is is no fucking joke. That no. is, I watched. Yeah. Uh, I watched Pose, that really good show, and that's about AIDS. And Holy that was shit! So sad. I started watching that. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. It's great. The, I just I finished I the first watching season. That in, um, I've only seen the first two or three episodes. Really good. Um, it's fantastic. I did not know that one of the uh, Kate Mara and the the kid that was started off in like American Horror Story. That's where people know him from. Oh, I haven't even seen American Horror Story. He plays the straight. Okay, I don't. Want, well, not really. He plays the white dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the the, the main white guy. Yeah. Yeah, and then. Kate Mars' wife. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's I'm, great though. The the second it's second season's coming out like next year or something. That's a I think it's an FX show. Really mm-hmm. good, really good. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess while we're on the topic of this kind of stuff, I I went and saw Conan. Uh, because Ninja Sex Conan Party Day? just played on Conan, and Conan is a known homosexual. Yes. Um, came out on Ellen. He did. He did. Back uh, in two thousand three. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. See, that's one of those bits because like we don't, we don't, we don't play it off like it's a joke. We just say it like it's fully normal, and then everyone's gonna Google like, "Is Conan gay?" But then they quick for those who are like, for those who do the do the legwork. I don't know why we're making our audience do legwork. 
It's, they're supposed yeah. to like listen to a podcast just to relax, and we're like <laughs> making them up, like what? What? I gotta go look this up now. <laughs> what, they're just messing with me. It didn't even come off as a joke. What are they? Oh, whatever. I'll just, I'll just, uh, I just won't believe it. I just realized it's not, they're not even bits. We're just gaslighting people. Yeah, <laughs> we're just like effectively gaslighting people. Like when I said the podcast was in at one oh two, like I, I just gaslit a bunch of people into getting sad that the podcast was ending, which I apologize for if anyone actually got sad about that. It's not ending, hence why we're at one oh nine right now. Yeah. Um, my mom actually even thought that. My mom was like, really? so you're ending the podcast? And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you, you're ending at 102? I was like, no, that was a joke. It just like, didn't come off as a joke. And I was like, I got to I gotta really watch my tone with these jokes. I think I remember my mom saying something like that. It's like, oh, so I heard y'all are ending the podcast. Is that is that really happening? I was like, no. See, now it now now it, it hits too close to home. Because now we, our poor mothers have been tricked by our, our bits. They don't know what's real anymore. They don't even know what's real. We've yeah. we've we've fallen too far, haven't we? They used to look after us every day, almost. Well, you every day, me every other week. They <laughs> <laughs> they've done so much for us, Ryan. They gave us nourishment from their bosom. They they raised us. They put us through school, and now here we are gaslighting them into, into just ridiculous. They're not even things that matter. It's just yeah. like yeah, Conan O'Brien's gay. It's just like ridiculous. It's misinformation. <laughs> we're we're spreading misinformation. I think it's because I I get entertained out of the idea of like. Live, like this stuff actually being our timeline and so i just go along with it. <laughs> yeah. i'm like yeah, yeah Conan's I love gay that. came out on ellen 2003 man i actually think like he... what would like it would change a lot like he would be a different figure if that yeah the absolutely because then he would be like a, a big a big figure in the gay community yeah instead of just the late night talk show community. and he's clean it seems so you know he's great he's not I... gonna be a kevin spacey for the gay community i don't think so mm-mm-mm-mm I don't think the gay community is very ha very happy with Kevin Spacey. Oh, be accept, be a little more accepting. Come on. Sorry, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I didn't mean to to diss you, but like Conan was great live. It was a, a very entertaining show, and you can actually get free tickets if you're in the LA area. I think you just gotta like enter some lottery or something. No, or I mean like... it's it's with it's like every studio audience. They just need to fill it, so it's yeah. usually like a sign up and then first come first serve yeah if you're ever in la it's definitely something you should do it's super fun i got to walk around the warner brothers uh lot and actually after Ooh, that's a good lot did you go really did cool. you go to the do they still have the harry potter museum up no i didn't go there i, oh. I was like walking around the back with somebody uh -huh. and then um i did get to see the parking spot for the director of young sheldon Ooh. and then i saw john goodman's parking spot and uh i took a picture in it but the cool thing was when we were leaving um because we went Ross and I uh, went to go see Ninja Sex Party play on Conan, mm -hmm. and uh, afterwards, one of the one of the producer guys uh, was like, "You guys want to go on a quick tour?" So he just took us on a little tour. We got to sit in uh, in Conan's seat, and that was super cool. It was water in his cup, not coffee. Oh, really? Uh, he had some water in his cup. He had a little some it's, notes he had written to keep the throat nice and moist. Keep the throat moist. Yeah. And actually, uh, what's really interesting is between commercial breaks, like before he goes back on uh, the air, he'll like hype himself up, but he just does a bunch of weird like. <laughs> Like, like, it looks like he's having like a like a seizure, and Wait, he does really? that right until it comes back. Like, he'll do it like five seconds up until they're back, and he's like, "Welcome back." Is that a bit, or does he actually? He really do that? does that. He does like these like little like spasms and stuff. I think to I wanna, hype himself up. I want to. I want to look at a video of him going, "Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen." But he uh, he's great. I think he's he's my favorite talk show host. He's he's very funny, very uh, very cool, very chill. He um, I didn't get to meet him unfortunately, uh, but I did get to see Burt Reynolds autograph on a chair backstage uh and i had just seen boogie nights for the first time which is a fucking great movie if you have not seen boogie nights so you get to see mark Wahlberg's like 20 inch penis at the end spoilers sorry i just spoiled the movie who's, who's penis mark sorry. Wahlberg's 20 inch penis in what movie boogie nights mark mark Wahlberg's in boogie nights it's the main character it's mark Wahlberg, burt reynolds is his penis in it uh well his character the whole thing is that he just has the biggest mark Wahlberg wasn't penis. in a movie with burt reynolds Boogie Nights. That was his like, <laughs> Wait, breakout role. Really? Yeah. I thought his breakout role was uh... <laughs> Boogie Nights, dude. He show and the and he shows his penis at the end. It's Daddy's a home. It's a... <laughs> yeah, Daddy's home was Mark's, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's breakout role. <laughs> or Max Payne. He uh he pulls his penis out and it's like twelve inches, and uh it's not actually his penis. It's a prosthetic. But that you would love Boogie Nights. It's a great movie. Yeah, there he is, yeah. Julianne Moore. He's famous because he's got a big penis in the movie. Shit. You would love it. Louise it's, it's, is in it. It's awesome. Louise is in everything. Louise? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from Narcos. Uh, Louise Guzman. Guzman. John C. Riley's in it? Yeah, he's one of the main characters. I love John C. Riley. You should watch it, man. There's a movie coming out where he's playing like one of the old-timey like performers. Like, oh, what's it called? The thing about John C. Riley is he can do 
comedy, drama, whatever. Like he's really he's good, he's and he really always good. he has the same goofy voice in every role. But like he's really good at playing serious roles too. Like Walk Hard, <laughs> that was his best serious role. It's called Stan and Ollie. Ooh, I do love John C. Riley. Uh, we we both saw him at separate times. I saw him at the Steve Rule event mm-hmm. I went to, and I saw him drunk after the show that he. Performed. I think he was drunk when he. I think he's drunk when he does the Steve Rule character. Yeah. I mean, that would be that would be great. I mean, that's probably how he does it so well. Is he's just he just gets drunk before he does Steve Rule. Hey, and, uh, hey no, we're fine. recording a podcast hey, 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 here. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, the cops are here. Are, are they? No. Where's where's a robbery alarm button? Yeah, there's actually like three <laughs> police here. Like apparently, Where, I didn't even touch Wait, the keypad. There's, there's a robbery alarm button. Yeah, apparently, silent robbery Could, alarm went off, and now there's three cops here. Well, uh, would this be a t- good time to go out there with the fake gun we have? That that is a great. idea. We could prank all the cops. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know why. Like, but every time I'm someone's like, "There's cops here," I'm just like, I, I just get like, "Wait, what? Why?" I'm like, "They're here to arrest you, Matt." Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There, there, there are a few cops around my around my area uh, yesterday. There were like three. I, I don't know a, why. I saw a bunch of cops this weekend. I watched a building burn down. Did you? Yeah, in Glendale, a building just caught on fire, and I uh, insurance or maybe it was. It's like an old industrial building. It was uh, going up in flames. I drove down to it because I could see it from afar, and uh, I just kind of went up as close as I could get with a big crowd, and we just watched it burn down. It was nice. crazy. They blocked off all the streets, so you could just walk in the street. That's a awesome. lot of firefighters spraying water. Um, yeah, water ain't gonna do much there. They sprayed water for like a long time. It took a, it takes a long time to put a fire out, even well, with a ton of water. Yeah, think of how much how much oxygen versus water there is. That's true. It's like it's like a big fight back and forth. Yeah. It was crazy. It's absolutely crazy, man. And uh a lot of smoke in Glendale over the weekend. A lot of smoke, a lot of smog. Yeah, I'm trying to quit. So I'm sorry if this is making it worse. Making no, it harder. no, it's fine. Am I trying to quit? I don't I, jewel anymore, guys. I tell myself I try to quit, but I never do. Pull that trigger, man. What? There's cops here. No, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> stop smoking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a vape, dude. I don't jewel anymore. Get a, get a jewel. Why man. would I get a fucking vape when I can get some fucking balling ass sneakers? Ever wonder how to get the hottest new sneakers? The ones that barely hit shelves? The answer is StockX, a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. Millions are already using StockX to find everything after it sells out, from the latest Yeezys to every retro Jordan to the hottest new streetwear from brands like Supreme, Bape, Palace, and Kith. Kith? Kith. I have not heard of that streetwear brand, I... I, I thought maybe I, maybe we'll have to go buy a bunch. We might, yeah, with StockX. It even allows users to buy and sell pre-owned, excellent condition luxury handbags and watches for brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, Aww. Rolex, Omega, Tudor, Tudor. See, now I sound like an idiot because there's some of these brands I don't know, and I, I they're all hard to pronounce. Tudor, Tudor. I'm gonna say I'm just gonna That's say. That's how Tudor. you spell. Okay, well, Tudor is T-U-T-O-R. I'm gonna say Tudor. 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 It's Tudor. Yeah, whatever. 
You know what's awesome about StockX, Matt? What? Gives you access to tons of historical price data. See exactly how much an item has sold for in the past and how much it's selling for now. Ooh. Best of all, StockX has removed all the risk from buying and selling online. Total anonymity. Anonymity. Uh, anon- that's a hard word. Anonymity, anonymity between yeah, anonymity. buyer and seller. And StockX is in the middle, so you never have to deal with a random buyer no, or seller again. Anonymity. It's totally anonymous between buyer and seller. There you go. So you Not don't have to deal with any weird people. Yeah. But yeah, just that's a hard word to say. Yeah. I wish that they hadn't put that one in the script, but uh, hey. What can you do? Are they going to put rural in there next? StockX has experts who verify every item, making sure everything you buy is 100% authentic, so uh, you'll never get burned by fakes again. All you hype beasts out there listening, because I know there's a lot of them that listen to Supermegacast, this is the site where you can get that, ah, get that, get, the, get those new Yeezys, get those new, get those new su- Supreme shirts. Just, Dope. Yeah, you can do all that by just going to StockX.com slash Megacast, okay? Yeah, make sure it's StockX.com. Dot com slash megacast because um that it helps us out yeah it, when you when you when you when you guys support the brands that support us it helps support us so yeah. stockx.com slash megacast now you know yep that's it I might go uh, take a little water break yeah go, yeah go take a little water break I'll uh, I'll take sit here take us a little bring us back with okay you know he's gonna go get his water but I'm gonna keep this ball rolling like. I've been playing the new Spider-Man. I'm having, I, I, well, I beat it. Now I'm doing all the side stuff. I want a hundred percent, hundred percent it. Justin, a hundred percent. And now I feel like it's a competition, but I, I have a lot of fun swinging around. You know, it, it reminds me of like when I grew up in New York city and, uh, oh, Matt came in as soon as I started lying again. So maybe that's a, that's a cue. I was about Actually, to tell people how I grew up in New York city, but <sighs> Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin your life. No, it's fine. Well, actually, uh, the cops were here because it was ice and they were taking Ross back to Australia. Whew. That was another lie. See, yeah. This is all just lies. How My heart of- did skip for a little bit, but I'm like... <laughs> I just casually bring it in like on yeah. the like, hey, dude, Ross just got deported. It's like, oh, well, that sucks for Ross. Well, not see me. Ross. Not me. He gets to go back to Peth. I'm, Peth. A, I'm a citizen, dude. We're both citizens, man, because we were born here. We were born in the in the United States of A, so we get a... We get that. Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, like a summer ago, when when Budweiser changed their name to America, so like what? their beer was just called America for like a summer event. America beer. Do you remember that? Budweiser. I Jackson brought that up to me this morning because we saw a Budweiser billboard, and I just like completely forgot that they yeah, had done that. They did. There's actually some pretty nice looking cans. What kind of marketing is that, guys? We'll change our beer name to America. Can beer cans change their designs? Why do they always look like it's just they're for grandpas? Because I think grandpas drink a lot of beer. <laughs> if you think it just looks like the grandpa beverage of this generation. I know. Of I, every I, generation. Like, craft, like, craft beers. And, and if you go to the grocery stores, uh, a lot of creative bottles, a lot of creative cans. I do like creative Coke, ones. Coke, that's a design. Just that red and that white. Classic. It's, like, seriously... I know it's so simple, but Coke really knocked it out of the park. Yeah, they they got great, great branding. Whoever designed that logo, they my hat good, is off to you. They have a good font. They really did a good job. My hat is off to you, Coca-Cola team. Pepsi? Mm, Pepsi, it's... Uh, ah, God, that, that, I, I really think they have, like, their, uh, the whole blue-red, like, circle they have. I'm like, what is that? I, mean, I, I know it's Pepsi. I mean, the marketing did its job. But it's not as pleasing as when you see a red Coca-Cola. It's true, and it doesn't make me think of cola the same way. However, I think Pepsi's old cans are much better. When it was that, like, epic font, it's like, Pepsi! <laughs> yeah. You know, now it's like with the all lowercase, like, Pepsi! They should just uh, switch it to, like, just Babis font. <laughs> Babis or just, bold. like, I'm gonna just Papyrus. Okay, I mean, I could see it. If I were to make a beverage, I'd, I'd, I'd make it, like, Honestly, uh, Pepsi Man, that game, uh, I'd love to play on Superman. I just know we're going to suck at Actually, you'd probably be pretty good at Pepsi mm. Man. I'd like to see you try. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, I'll continue to, like, play and play, just like with Billy Hatcher, which, honestly, looking back, is probably one of our best series. I love and Billy you Hatcher. you should all go check it out if you want to. Sure, if you want to. Um, if you're looking for, if you're kind of new and looking for a Let's Play series, I, I personally would recommend... Billy Hatcher. If you're looking for an old one, yeah, go check it out. Just has a good arc. Also, um, like uh, Pepsi. When I when I edited the Pepsi Man playthrough for Game Grumps with Jimmy Wetzel and Ross, nothing made me want Pepsi more. Like I went out and bought Pepsi that same day. I don't like Pepsi. Really? I I can only like 
I don't know what it is. I think it's the design, honestly, of their like branding. I don't like it. Um, but because like, honestly, you put Pepsi in, in a glass cup, put some ice in it. Y- you'll fool me in a heartbeat. Like I'll be like, eh, this is just some flat Coke or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like them both, man. It just kind of depends. Like, here's the thing. I can't describe how they taste different, but like. There's a clear like difference. But if you were giving them side by side, do you think you'd be able to tell them apart? I feel like I would. I feel like uh, I feel like I could too. For some reason, the best way I can describe it is Coke is a lot sharper. Yeah, exactly. Pepsi's more like round. Yeah, and Coke is more like like you're getting punched in the mouth right yeah. in the kisser. Yeah, Pow, right in the kisser. I watched that Family Guy episode last night. Dude, you're you're. I can't wait for you to get to the one where they have to. They stop 9-11 and then have to cause 9-11 again. That is such... Seth MacFarlane, you've outdone yourself with these plots, man. <laughs> Stewie and Brian stop 9-11 and then realize they have to go do 9-11 again. That's fantastic. I'm sure all the people that, you know, survived 9-11 really liked that episode. I mean, and all the people who didn't probably liked it as well. I'm sure they did. And also, you know, Seth MacFarlane has the right to do that because he was going to be on that airplane. Yeah, so he was every bit of a victim of the event. <laughs> There's going to be that poor one guy in the comments that actually was supposed to be on the plane. And, like, it's, like, very well known to his friends and family. But he's like, oh, Super Mega won't believe me now. <laughs> I know. I'm not here to belittle anybody that was actually supposed to be on that plane. And it's 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 very lucky that you you missed the flight. Uh, and it's also unfortunate that you didn't almost end up on a flight with Seth MacFarlane. Uh, because <laughs> Seth MacFarlane... Uh, God, I would he had been singing Family him. Guy to calm everybody down. Was Family Guy already out? Everybody on the plane was. would be singing the theme song as like one, you know, like the end of United ninety three when they're all like, be sad man, hanging together. <laughs> yes, it's like except if Seth MacFarlane was on the plane, they'd be singing Family Guy to like calm everyone's nerves. Man, It'd be I, like a chorus of that. That would have been a moment in history. It would have been. It would have been recorded on the black box. United ninety three is a good movie. It's very, very sad. It's by the guy sad. that directed uh, Captain Phillips. He loves those movies with vehicles getting taken over. Why are we talking about 9-11 I don't, I don't know so where much. I'm going with this. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to talk about 9-11 let's, anymore. I'm not saying the t- like, subject from 9-11. I don't want to say like I don't want to give it its due diligence. Rest in peace, everybody who died on 9-11. Very sad event. But uh, let's talk about some fun things. Yeah, yeah it's not else. sad. It's not 9-11 or AIDS or, yeah, you know. Let's lie some more. <laughs> okay. Tell some more lies. Okay, lies make everything let's, let's, better. Let's, let's play. Let's lies play make everything. Two truths and a lie. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's you do play it. two truths and a lie. Let's do it. You, do you want me to go first? Sure. You, you this game first. is so hard because I can never think of anything. Oh, oh, getting a phone call. Who is it? It's from Ado. It's from South Carolina. Answer it. Let's answer it, Ryan. Hello. Hey, this is Tammy calling about your federal student loan. I see on your phone. I don't have a student loan. I know. I Tammy? Get, I get those calls too, and it's like, it's like this is about your student loan application. Like, I, I, I'm not in school. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I never had student loans. I didn't either. I didn't have enough time in college to really uh, rack up some debt. Rack up. Some I only debt. went for one year, so my parents were like, thank God you left because we were out of money <laughs> by the end of, of your freshman year. Okay, so two truths and a lie. I, I, I'm going to have to cut this one up because, you know, I, I don't want to, like, think about it because then it's going to be obvious what the truth and lies are, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, ready? Yes. I had a pet turtle when I was a kid. Okay. Jackson spilled coffee in my car today. Okay. And I saw a UFO once. UFO's a lie. Wait, I just said three truths. I'm sorry. I just said three truths. I don't okay. know. Okay, I messed you saw up. Saw UFO. I fucked up. I I've seen multiple things that I that you personally found to be I yes unidentified. Yes, but probably were identified to someone else. Possibly, yeah. In like the airfield or something. I've seen some. I've seen. I have seen weird shit in the sky before. Like that. Actually, recently when did I was you wave uh, hello. I was in. I I have. They no response. But oh, well. I did take a video of it on my phone. It's weird. It's not very good quality on my phone. But it was like a. It was like a big, metallic, like, uh, silver, um, tall cylinder? cylinder. Yeah. And it was just sitting still in the sky. It wasn't moving. Um, and it had, like, bright neon blue and, and red uh, alternating lights. And it just was sitting still. God, you know aliens are all about them theatrics. They are, man. They're just like, whoop, whoop. look, the humans love this stuff. They <laughs> love know. the lights. I know. It's like. Watch, I'm going to dangle some keys out the window. <laughs> yep. It's like their version of dangling keys to, like a like, a dog. And now I'm thinking about uh, something else I saw when I was a kid. 
Uh, that very easily could have just been a helicopter. It was like, it kind of looked like a pentagon shaped thing with lights on all sides, and it was sitting still, just slowly lowering down below the tree line. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was probably could have just been a helicopter landing. Probably was just a helicopter landing. Okay, I was probably just drunk as a kid. You yeah, know. that's perfectly fine. Happens, man. You ever have you ever seen a UFO? Oh wait, wait. Do your do your do your two shoes in a lot oh, shit, and then okay. we'll get into the UFO stuff. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's hear it. I used to go fishing at four in the morning with a man named Captain Jack. I had a movie theater party when I was young where we rented out the whole movie theater and we could just go into each cinema and play video games and watch movies and do whatever we wanted. And in church, I accidentally set a flame to the altar while I was acolyting. This one's pretty hard. I know one of the truths is the movie theater thing. Mm -hmm. I remember you told me that. So Mm -hmm. now it's down to these two. See, this Captain Jack fishing shit just seems so, so, <laughs> what the hell? But also, I feel like if you would set the church on fire, you would have told me this. Just the altar. Just like a, the cloth Fuck, on the altar. this is hard, man. Because I feel like you've talked <clears throat> about your, your acolyte days so much that this would have clearly have been a story. I think that's the lie. It is the lie. So you went fishing at 4 a.m. with... When I was young, my dad used to take me out on this boat with this man named Captain Jack. And we used to... We, at like 4 a.m. and we used what? to... We used to fish for just catfish and bass and we'd bring them home and my dad would make fish sticks. And well, I did, first of all, it's pronounced bass. And second of all, <laughs> what, Captain Jack? How'd your dad know this Captain Jack guy? Because my dad uh, used to manage uh, an inn... And so Captain Jack would stay at this inn and he brought his <laughs> boat. And one time he invited my dad to what? go fishing with him. And uh, he brought me along. So, so every now and then I'd like be awoken up when the sky was still like dark, kind of. And I'm like, why am I up? It's still nighttime. But my dad would just, we gotta get ready. Come on, Captain Jack. expected <laughs> we, we, we gotta go fish with Captain Jack. He's actually just like forcing your dad at gunpoint. Like, you're going fish with me today. Bring that boy. <laughs> yeah. Bring that boy here. So we're gonna go catch some fish. Now, uh, Ryan, stick your whole fist in this in this catfisher's mouth. I want to take a picture. <laughs> oh, man. I oh, Before I get into the UFO things, I, I used to go fishing as a kid. You know, I hated when you had to hold up the fish for the picture. You tell by your face you're not really enjoying remembering this. I'm not, because you had to hold up the fish. And I remember my dad's like, you got to hold it right. You got to stick your fingers in the gills. And, like, that always just, ugh. Well, I hated because the, the fish, I always thought they would be easy to hold on to, but they thrash those they things are, are, they are because they, they think they're dying dude they're yeah. out of the water and they're being held by some massive beast <laughs> and they, in their mind they're dead they're like i'm, I'm this is it so they want to get just away. like <gasps> you know like imagine they're if all terrified. of a sudden like imagine you're on a boat and like a 600 foot octopus grabs you and pulls you underwater and then just holding you in its tentacles while there's like flashes going in your face you think you're gonna die right you're oh, gonna yeah. try to get away oh yeah same shit and then you always throw the fish back or, or save them and kill them and eat them. Yeah. We, we used to throw some of them back, but we'd, we'd eat a good bit. I, uh, I used to go crabbing, and I would throw most of them back. Supposed to yeah, throw the, the we, females we, back? We th- I think we threw all of them back. I used to go crabbing in uh, Sunset Beach. I think they don't allow you to go back in those dune areas anymore. But I hate the one of the worst feelings I still, just to this day, I hated. When you when you're going through the marsh area and there's this big puddle and you have to walk through it and you're like oh, I don't want to step on a crab. I oh, don't I, step I hate on a crab. it, dude. When you step on a, like the blue crabs, like the big ones that yeah. you eat at restaurants, they'll 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 perk right up. They they, they don't they don't run away. No, like, they'll like make they'll chase sure. after you. They'll chase you and they'll pinch you. I've never I've never been pinched the by one. The balls on a crab. It's they're huge. They drag behind. <laughs> they massive. do. It's insane, dude. Like those things just they're they're fearless. And I'm like, you're small. Why are you so fearless? I could just step on you. Seems like little dogs. Why you know? didn't we though? Like, we, there's something like that. We're not, we're not cold-blooded killers, right? We're not going to kill one of God's beautiful creatures. Yeah, but that is something, right? We've evolved to the point to where we're like, ah, oh, I can kill this thing, but I'm going to be merciful and not. So I'm going to teeter around and be scared of it instead, <laughs> <laughs> instead well, of just like, crushing it under the the heel of my boot. Because you know, like in nature, you would think that like. The crab would be seen as like, oh, it's coming at me. It's it's trying to harm me. I'm going to just kill it. But yeah. we're like, no, no, just just let him be mad. Let him yeah. do his thing. Uh, d- don't pinch me. Yeah, I fucking hate crabs. Dude. I mean, they're cool, but they just used to step on them in the ocean. And then like, there's this one time where like I stepped on one and I like swam away and put my feet back down. It was chasing after me yeah, under water. They, like, they hold grudges. They get pissed <laughs> off. Yeah. So I was just so like, stupid. why are crabs so mad? They're legitimately angry, right? Just fucking yeah. They like, get, they get like torqued up. They need to just like chill out and smoke a jay and just like relax. Jesus Christ, I need to put on a little Damien Marley. Dude, there's the, uh, 
There's the fucking uh, thumbnail. It's going to be you and I as crabs smoking a blunt. That's genius. Or Except it's going to be a quote-unquote cigarette, like a personal right. rolled tobacco. Just We'll blur out the, the joint. Yeah. How about it, you're running through the ocean screaming, and then I'm a crab, and I'm smoking a J. Okay. Genius. There it is. Perfect. Beautiful. Crabs are, crabs are mad, though. And yeah. there's the name of the podcast, Crabs Are Mad. Mad crabs. Mad crabs, dude. People are going to think, people are going to click it because they're going to think it's about like, like. Sexually transmitted yes, disease. but we're actually, believe that's, it or not, we're talking easy, about. It's easily, easy to get rid of. No, you we've just, talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. If you got crabs, it's like, just shave. No sweat when you got crabs. Literally, it's like, why is, why is that, why would you lose any sleep over crabs? It's like, I'm going to shave, like. Oh shit, didn't mean to get this. Luckily, it's not anything else. Maybe you should consider who you've been sleeping with, but. It's not. It's not a big. Well, you should deal. always consider who you sleep. Should with. always consider who you sleep with, and always use protection, guys. I'll I'll spread that message. Use that. Use that. Use that sack. Use that rubber. Don't 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 test your cards, use guys. That, don't test your luck. Use that latex cauldron. <laughs> use that latex soup bag, guys. <laughs> back to UFOs, though. Picking it back up. Um, have you ever seen an unidentified flying object? What you what you think? Like it could have been something. It could have been not that, but to you at least, you were like, "What the hell is that?" There was one thing that I saw that like I can't explain, but I'm in my head. I'm like, memories change a lot, and maybe you know, because there was this one time when I was a kid, I thought I saw a three armed man, but that's another story. Okay, well you gotta tell that next. <laughs> you gotta tell that next. Okay, but uh, like there's this one thing I saw. It did this. It was going horizontal, and then it quickly shifted up vertically, and then went back horizontal. But maybe it was a slight shift. It was like not a slant. It was like a, like up. But that's very characteristic of like UFO reports. Is like they yeah. can just like change direction instantly. So I mean, as I said, memories change, and I myself don't think I saw a UFO. I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of factors, and I know none of those are probably it. But there's a lot of factors that play into where I don't necessarily am like that was a fucking alien. Every time I see, uh, nowadays I keep thinking I'm seeing UFOs, like, whoa! And then I realize it's just someone flying a drone. <laughs> drones look like UFOs. Yeah. For sure. You see a drone, you're like, what the f- oh, it's just a- uh, Because the way they, like, they can just, like, stop and change directions, I'm like, what the hell? Dude, I used to think that, like, I saw- t- when I was a kid, I thought I saw a pterodactyl, and I was like, what? <laughs> they're, they're those birds that, like, have those tails with those diamonds on the end of them that you see flying every now and then. Let me see if I can- I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me see. Did it scare you? I don't know. It just looked like a pterodactyl from below. Bird. God, thank the thank God. Looks. Pterodactyls are extinct, right? Fuck them. How fucking terrifying would it be? Just like minding your own business one day, and like a huge pterodactyl just because they they will kill you. They'll just swoop down and grab you and kill you and rip you apart. Like, oh, the, it's not their uh, it's not their tail. It's the head. No, it's like these things if you see them up. Oh, yeah, 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 an egret yeah. or a stork. So if you see them up, like it kind of has the like the beak long and all that. Honestly, pterodactyls are, I think, the scariest of all the dinosaurs. They're just unsettling looking, too, with the heads and like the... And fuck whoever decided to, you know, spell pterodactyl. Why did they choose to do that? That it's like, you that's, know... That's going to fuck me up for the rest of my life. Pterodactyl. Unless I like commit... Unless I honestly just commit 10 minutes to just... Tear it at writing it out. Yeah, or just, just maybe like once it. every three days for a week. Yeah, you know, or doing that whole thing where you do a word like uh, Wednesday Day, just do pterodactyl. Pater- what? Pater- I see. I don't know how to spell it. Well, the thing is, I still do the Wednesday Day. Every time I write out the word Wednesday, I write out Wednesday. Day. Same with February. Me too. And tomorrow, I write Tom or Row mm-hmm. to remember like where the. There's other ones I do. Uh, what what else is there? Shit, that's funny. Do you do the same thing with like? Tomorrow and, and February? Not tomorrow, but February, yeah. I still do Tom or Roe just because I remember one girl said it to me in school. And I was like, that's, yeah. It stuck with me ever since. She's your soulmate. She, I got to find her. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember which one of my schoolmates this was, but fuck. Got to remember this. add out on Craigslist. Should. Was so it Misconnections or something? Yeah, on Misconnections. Did like, people actually find each other on Misconnections? I have heard stories about it. On, on who, someone finding the love of their life on misconnection. Who decides to, like, who looks at that? It's like, hey, I saw you on a plane. Is it, like, those who felt like they had a moment, and then it's like, maybe they know about Craigslist and are into this community, and they posted? That's true, because, like, do you know anyone that looks at misconnections? No. Yeah, so it's like, if you post it on misconnections, what are the odds that person's also gonna... I mean, I guess they're just so desperate they're willing to try anything. Yeah. Just get the word out. I actually saw, no joke, in L.A. once, I saw someone putting up posters for someone that they had a misconnection with. They were like person, like I we saw, I saw you with the store, blah blah blah, and I can't tell. I think that's creepy, honestly. 
Because, like, like, you know, a romance movie would portray that as, like, oh, like, that's yeah. so sweet. But in real life, it's like, that's a little creepy, you know? That's a little bit creepy. <laughs> I, I don't think uh, I'd be too flattered by that if it happened to me. I think if I saw myself honest. on a poster for, like, a misconnection, like, if someone... It's one thing to make, like, a post online, but it's another thing to, like, make posters and put them up. I think I'd be, like... I don't know if I want to be with this person. That's a yeah. little obsessive. Might have worked in like the 50s, yeah. 60s maybe, you know, that's 70s. Like, oh, wow, that's so cute. But now it's like, that's it's kind of strange. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Ow, fuck! What happened? I was playing with my belt buckle and my my, my finger slipped in the, the metal part of my belt that goes through the belt loop or the, the hole in my belt just jammed right underneath my fingernail. Well, Not fun. Well, that, that's the Barry Manilow curse. That shit fucking <laughs> Thank you. It's the very, it's the Barry Manilow curse, guys. Ever jam uh, your your belt piece under your fingernail? That's how Barry Manilow lost all of his uh, fingers. <laughs> yeah. You know I lost all my fingers. Is that Seth MacFarlane? It sounds like Seth MacFarlane. You know, every time I listen to Seth, I listen to Seth MacFarlane's Lounge Jazz album, and it was actually really good. Except I just hear Brian Griffin singing because his voice is just, just Brian Griffin's voice. I love this this era of Matt of watching Family Guy and listening to Seth MacFarlane's like jazz album. I'm not gonna lie, it's dude. Such a good era, and Fam- I don't judge you for it. But it's <laughs> just you. an interesting time in your life. So like, Family Guy has kind of become like a comfort food for me. I'm serious, like. You know when you sit down like with like like with some comfort food, you know that feeling you get. Yeah, I get that feeling when I when I get on the couch and I put on Family Guy. See, when I watch Family Guy, it's like after you've eaten that comfort food, and you're like, man, I probably shouldn't have shouldn't have eaten all that. Like when I get I, that feeling of like, oh, when I, when I see the exterior, I, I know. But I, I wasn't prepared for this. It looked good at the beginning, but now I'm just like, oh, ooh, I'm the opposite. When the episode ends, I'm like, it's already done. Wow, it's one more. <laughs> Whoa, I'm serious. I'm serious. When family oh, ends, no, th- already. I was just getting into it. Like, I remember last night, Frank, uh, Frank Javsey was over, and we we're watching some Family Guy, and I was like, all right, one more, and then I'm gonna go to bed. And Frank's like, okay. And when it ends, and I was like, yeah, one more. And then another one started after that, and I was like, okay, now I gotta go. Actually, Frank was the one that was like, I need to leave, and I was like, oh yeah, sorry, uh, but. You know, when I see the exterior of the Griffin household on Spooner Street in uh in Quahog, Rhode Island, and I hear that like sting play, you know, like I, I feel comfort. <laughs> I mean, it shows the interior of the house and God. it's usually like a shot of the couch that where, you know, you can see the, the front door in the background. And Peter usually will be sitting on the couch watching TV and I'll be like, we now return to and then some offensive joke. Those jokes did not age well on that show. Not at all. <laughs> I'm I'm in 2005 right now. It. You're loving it. <laughs> Seems like, to be you're loving it. It's like it. watching a train wreck, but also finding comfort in it. I don't know. It's like a, it's like you know those people that love watching car crashes. It's like yeah, I do that all the time without the without the sexual stimuli. It's like it's very nice watching Family Guy. In fact, uh, there it gets hearty laughs out of me at least once an episode. That's good. There's some episodes as long where, as, as long as it makes you happy. I'm you know I, I support whatever you do, Matt. But I've been enjoying Family Guy. I, of course, I, yeah, you've been on this for weeks this, now. One of those things started ironically watching Family Guy. I've really found myself. You don't have to defend it. yourself, you know. It's, I mean, people know. It's been discussed in like. I know. I don't. I don't. I don't need to defend myself. I've just been watching Family Guy, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, you just have a good time watching Family Guy, listening to Seth MacFarlane's jazz album. Well, I, the the Seth MacFarlane jazz album was more because I was I was curious as to what. I was like, because I, I know he does serious music. Does he have a Christmas album? He does. You're going to put that on during Christmas. I know. I'm going to come over to your place and Seth MacFarlane. I'll have the vinyl. Let it snow, let it snow, let, let it, it snow, snow, let it snow, let it snow. It's just Brian Griffin singing. Like, if you shut your eyes, you can just see Brian Griffin singing. And they did a Family Guy and episode. Peter comes in and goes, I finally queefed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's it. <laughs> that's Family Guy. It is Family Guy. There have guy. been some jokes, though, some bits that just were so bad. And then, like, me and uh, and Jackson Harrison were like, that. we just instantly think of a better ending. Like, there was a bit where Peter uh, did ecstasy. And Peter's, you know, he's on the couch and he's, he's touching everybody going, oh, wow. Oh, you're so nice. And that was the whole bit. Just did it for, like, too long and it ended. But it would have been funnier. That's what Jackson said. If he touched everyone in the family like he was doing, but then he goes up to Meg and then doesn't do it to Meg. End of the bit. That would have been... See? It's the... It still does the joke of... Exactly. 
But it shows that they all hate Meg so much. Even when Peter's on ecstasy, he's not willing to touch her. I think the first time I laughed at Family Guy, oh man, good times, was uh, when they all started violently vomiting. <laughs> I hate that bit. It's not <laughs> of because course I a, you would. It's not because I have a metaphobia. It's just because it's it's dumb. <laughs> all the ones I realized. I when I was young, I was just laughing because it's just like just a bunch of, they're just miserable. And, and I it like goes the, on for so long. I like the idea <laughs> of like doing this like fucking fun thing that you're gonna like do with your friends and all of a sudden it just turns into like this fucking god-awful miserable experience is that the one where they drink ipecac yeah and then they all just vomit on each other and then stewie pulls on the ears of brian and vomits on his face fantastic some good man. shit fantastic yeah i, they, I noticed they do a lot have of you gotten to that episode a, yet not yet but yeah. i have gotten to one of the no i have i have i have yeah Okay. They do it several times in the show, though. The vomiting gag. Oh, wow. It's a recurring thing. They also... Um, well, because they just go... And it's, it's such... It's, like, very violent. Yeah, and, and they do so many bits on Family Guy, especially as the show progresses. You can really see it, where they just, they're just they trying to buy time. Have so, they ever gone too far with Herbert? Actually, the episode I watched last night was the episode where Herbert sings the uh, song to Chris, mm -hmm. uh, where it's, like, the music video of him as an old woman, and uh, they're married and have kids. So that was the... Uh, that I just watched that one. I um, just, you, you let me in on... There's any jokes from Herbert or any bits from Herbert that haven't aged too well and might have been a little like ninety percent of Family Guy is not aged too well. Much like probably early Super Mega, the jokes have not aged well. Let's see. Yeah, Family but we're Guy. we're not a f a fucking TV show right yeah. on cable network that has what just a lot of fucking writers and yeah, we're just and artists and stuff. We have one artist. We're a nineteen year old and a twenty two year old making Let's Plays on our couch. So, yeah. but but now. Now we're 22 and 24. Give me a high five. No, yeah. 19 and 21 is what we were. Even yeah. younger. Damn. Yeah. Damn. You were 21 when we started Super Mega? I was, I think. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. 19. I'm 22 I now. must have been 21. Damn, dude. You started in April of 2016. That's true. Yeah. I had just turned, uh, no, I just turned 20. Okay, so 20 and 20. You, you, sometimes you're a year, you're just a year behind me, right? Yeah. Okay, because I'm 24. You're going to be 23 in February. Yeah. You guys enjoying this, this, this math we're doing right now? Trying to figure out our ages? We did it. We did it. Thank you. But also, uh, what was I saying about Family Guy? Oh, yeah. How so, funny it was? That. But so many of the jokes are just like, I just, I'll watch it and it's like, ooh. <laughs> it's a lot of them. They do a lot of rape jokes. They're really keen on the rape jokes in season four. They, they really love that. We talked about it with Ding Dong and Jillian of how there's this whole bit of Quagmire raping Mars. Yeah. Like, Family Guy just loves the rape jokes. It's, it's really weird how much they do them. And also they do a... Their, their big thing is the race jokes and the rape jokes. They they love them. Well, you know, if you're like Seth MacFarlane and never realistically have to worry about rape, I, I could I could really perceive or, how... Or race. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, we disagree on one thing. You think the tier is American Dad, Cleveland Show fan. No, right? no, no, that was a joke. Oh, okay, no, no, no. okay, thank God. No, Cleveland Show is at the bottom. But okay, I, good. But I do, I do find myself, when I put on American Dad, enjoying it more than Family Guy. See, I think more so that it's a breath of fresh air, because I've seen way too much of Family Guy that it's like kind of like the same thing. I mean, American Dad, there are a lot of really stupid bits, and it's not like... It's more story-based than reference-based, right? Yeah. But also, like, okay, I don't know. I used to think American Dad was better, but because I haven't seen it so long and I've just been having such a blast watching Family Guy, I think Family Guy is my top right they're now. Both of the, they're all of the same ilk, though. It's not like they're like a different... It's not like one's The Simpsons and one's South Park. It's like they're both. It's a family. They have an anthropomorphic character that's yeah. not a human. Uh, yeah, it's pretty... There's, there's a son and a daughter. It's like this Cleveland show is the same. There's an anthropomorphic bear. Yeah, it's like Seth MacFarlane just like it's like he has a he has a, a format for a show and he just like control C control V twice. Yeah, made made one of them like a patriotic film, made one a black family, and then he's like, "There's all my shows, boom." I wonder if there's gonna be any more. Uh, I hope so. Seth MacFarlane should do a Netflix show. I still think Futurama's top tier. Oh, for cartoons? Yeah, definitely for like adult cartoons or whatever. yeah, Futurama always classic. Futurama's great. Like I Futurama's a show where. I can always go to it and just watch an episode. Mm -hmm. And I never, and I and I don't think I ever laugh out loud. You sounded like Joe Swanson for a second. I'm I know, because I sounded I, like Joe Swanson. Because I'm on Family is, Guy right now. I threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, <Bitter>. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't find myself ever laughing out loud uh, to anything in Futurama. I just find it it's entertaining. entertaining. Yeah. And Family it's Guy, I do laugh a lot out loud. Bits. There's a lot of clever stuff in Futurama, oh, yeah. too. It's entertaining. Family Guy, I, I just, I, I'll, I'll have a very hard laugh at one of the jokes. The rest of the jokes, I'm like, 
Uh, yeah. But that one laugh is worth it. I like BoJack Horseman. I've never, I've only seen like two episodes of I it. I have to, season five just came out, I gotta see it, because I'm all, I, I've seen everything. So, I mean, I, I enjoy it. It's fine. When I mean fine, I mean it's honestly one of the better adult cartoons that have come out. I mean, Rick and Morty's a good quality show. Um, Wait. Is this a grenade? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>